Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Uh, he. <laughs> he watched the spectacle that was on television last night and is here to tell us that... I watched what I could take of it. It was a melee that, that uh, uh, I don't know, it's beyond description. I wouldn't even know what to call it. But uh, we invite you to uh, stay tuned. We're going to be hearing from a good expert from CBS News very shortly. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us one 800 795 you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. We would just love to hear from you. Uh, boy, Facebook lit up with all kinds of comments last night, and I think the best one came from one of my Facebook friends that said, we're effed, F, and then a I bunch understand. of ampersand and all this stuff. And I thought, well, that is very true. Well, another kind of one of my thing. friends described it as a show filled with excrement. Ah, well, did they say that word out loud on CNN? Uh, yes. Okay, so they call it a... Uh, uh, fecal matter show. A fecal matter show. Um uh, and let's uh, just say they used a more graphic term for it, fecal matter. It was named after the creek that won all those Emmys. In, in it's a very in, funny show, by the way. If you're not watching it, I haven't seen it. Is uh, it really oh, it's, funny? it's very funny. I'm watching it now. I desperately need a comedy, so maybe we'll have, have to give that. Well, that was a, in that case, uh, Shits is a family name right. in the show. Right. Okay. Well, one of our listeners translated it today into a, a sect of the Muslim faith and said it was a Shiite show last night. <laughs> it really was. You know, I think, honestly, what we're seeing is the death of the two-party system in this country. If this is the it, best we can do with two men well, vying for president of the United States, but th- it's we, not, need, we need to start over again. That's not really how it works, though. This isn't the best uh, that we can do. These are the two people that rose to the top and kind of outscrambled each other. You think of all the people... People in so, in other words, in a festering pot of excrement, this is what floated to the top? Well, tragically, yes, but there's a lot of good uh, stuff down below. And I, I yeah, think... Where? Um, Why isn't it... What's well, holding it okay, down? Let's, let's look at this. Uh, if you were forced to f- uh, vote for any of the Democratic primary candidates who existed back in the, you know, in the spring, was there anyone that you would find acceptable as a president? Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, so there's one. Uh, remember back to 2015... In early 2016, when the Republican primary was underway, there were what 16 of those mm-hmm. uh, men and women that were, that were running. Were there any of those that you think would have been a good president? I mean, I was. Well, uh, I think Mitt Romney would have been. I mean, I'm, I know a lot of Republicans don't oh, like bad. him, but well, he's a stable guy. He's you know he says what he thinks. He's 
you know, we don't always agree with him, but he doesn't hesitate to do what he thinks is right. Yeah, that was in 2016, but Jeb Bush would have been a good president. I, I had a couple uh, yeah, other Yeah, there were a lot of good Republicans out there, and there were some good Democrats, too. So we don't necessarily need to revise the whole two-party system. I mean, maybe that is a good idea, but I don't think last night was proof well, our, of it. Uh, what this, if we've ever had a year where we, where we need a third-party candidate, this is it. I mean, uh, Joe Biden could have gotten my vote, but he wouldn't answer direct questions. And all the, all the frothing-mouth people at MSNBC this morning are just, you know, oh, Trump's deranged, he's a hood, he's a clown, he's an idiot. And uh, to have the uh, vice president of the United States calling the president of the United States a clown on worldwide television, I don't think does us any good. And I don't think President Trump's behavior was certainly far from exemplary. You know, and they agreed to the rules of the debate, and then they didn't follow them. And I, you know I've moderated a number of debates in my time, and nothing makes me angrier than when somebody agrees to the rules and then doesn't follow them. And the president well, did not Wallace, follow the rules. Yeah, Chris Wallace called him out on that uh, As last well night. he should have. So, All right, we'll, we'll take what is your view on this. Joe and I could yak-yak about this for days, but what's your well, view? Well, let's do. we got 90 minutes. Let's keep going. All right. <laughs> but maybe we'll let Eric in. And, Eric, we're so glad to take your call, so you don't even have to thank us anymore. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, thank you. Well, anyway, I- I'm thankful that I'm alive this morning in a wonderful republic where we can have open debate and... Uh, we can truly see um, what our candidates are like. Uh, Joe, so it sounds like since your guy didn't do well last night, now you want to throw out the baby with the uh, bathwater? No, I think he did well in making his point. I don't, I don't agree well, that... What point did, well, let what me point explain. What did your president I, make last night? I'm he, asking you. What I'm telling did, you... What point do you think he actually made? Well, I'm trying to answer you, but you won't stop talking. Come on, you do. Okay. I think what he tried to do uh, was to bring out all the things he always brings out. And he did it... He could have done it in a polite and genteel manner, but he did it in an interrupting and loud and boisterous manner that I found somewhat offensive. On the other hand, Joe Biden wouldn't answer a direct question when he was asked whether or not he would support packing the court or doing something to abolish uh, the uh, filibuster. He wouldn't answer. The president refused to condemn white supremacist groups. You know, I was not happy at all with either person last night. I thought the president should have come out and said, listen, I abhor white supremacists. We're all equal here in this country. That's the way this country was founded. That's what our Constitution says. That's what I believe. <laughs> well, President Trump but he doesn't didn't say that. It. He doesn't believe it. That's part of the reason. So Did I'm we ha- watched the same debate, Joe, last night? It seemed to me that from the beginning... Uh, Mr. Biden attempted to answer the questions, and every time he attempted to answer, the president was throwing insults at him and, and catcalling him. What he was trying to do last night, his strategy was the same as last time, to portray his, his a candidate as being unworthy of him, to, be, to belittle them, to get them rattled. He wanted to get Biden, the, uh, Mr. Biden rattled last night so that he could say, oh, look, he doesn't know how to answer questions. He wanted him to appear weak last night because that's exactly what his campaign is calling him, a weak person who cannot answer questions. So instead of being quiet and presidential and listening to and having a debate, he, he constantly tried to speak over Mr. Biden to the point where Mr. Biden had to snap back because he wanted him to appear weak, he wanted him to appear unintelligent, and he wanted him to be appear impaired, and he did not appear to be any of those things. Well, he refused. He, to, he refused night. to answer a direct question, and and I I yeah, wanted well, to hear. He answered ninety percent of his direct questions when he could. He did. Well, why couldn't he have answered the question? Do you would you support packing the Supreme Court? Why couldn't he answer that question? So you say he didn't answer? I think no, he, he did not. He did that. not, and he would okay, not. So let, let's look. Okay, that's one. What about the? Um, 
He asked other things. The president didn't answer one single question last night. Even when he was asked directly about a question, he he, he, he sloughed it off and talked about something else. He deflected every time. How many times did the moderator last night have to say, uh, you know, President Trump, we are talking about this question, not about that question? Well, they're all guilty of that. I mean, in all honesty, okay, every politician so out there, that, every no, every. Every politician out there last night showed what he is. He's a bully. He doesn't have any fresh ideas. He can only attack other people. He is not presidential. He acted like he was on his own show last night. He was trying to chop, chop the uh, the opponent or throw him off the air. Okay. I, it was a wonderful display of exactly what the president, this president of the United States is. And he's nothing but a bully with no fresh ideas. He had no, again, once no, no answer to health care. He refused to say that he would stand by the election. In fact, again, as I'm listening to this, I said this before, the hackles on my arm went up when he said, I'm going to have our boys standing by. I'm sending my poll watchers in to do this. It's nothing but intimidation. He's calling on his supporters to try to, you know, to wreck this election. Well, I and don't know that I. I don't so know that as I. As an American, it is frightening what this president we have right now is trying to do circumvent our system. He circumvented the whole system of our debate last night by refusing to answer questions and not doing nothing but attacking, and it made it made a mockery of what should be a great presidential debate where the American people haven't had, have not decided yet, what who they're going to vote for. Well, well I realize. I realize it was undecided could see what this president of the United States is and is about and is not about. I realize you're, you're Biden is trying to do. I realize you're consuming the Biden Kool-Aid in mass quantities. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay with me. I understand well, being in favor of Joe Biden, but in all honesty, I tried to watch it what I saw of it and I'll admit I couldn't take it all. Well, what I what I tried to do was to look at it impartially. And I think when Joe Biden, I mean, I, I don't care who the president of the United States is. I don't call him a clown, and I don't tell him to shut up. But, you of know? course, he only did that after being repeatedly attacked by President Could Trump. he not have said, listen, Mr. President? He tried to. You know no, what, he didn't. I did watch it all. Time and again, he, he tried, and the moderator tried to get in there. The moderator, who, by the way, is from Fox News, who has made no, you know, no, uh, not disguised that there are, are pro-Republicans. Oh, no, wait a second. Don't make Chris, Wa don't put Chris Wallace in that group. Well, He's Chris far above that. I'm defending Mr. Wallace because okay. he tried to. In fact, he told the President of the United States at one point, Mr. President, I'm the moderator here, but if you want to, we'll switch positions. He had to get to that yep, point. Yeah, he did. And, and I think he did the best he could to control it. And, and it was totally too, out of control. The president broke this down from a debate into just catcalling and bullying, and that is all this president has to offer us for four more years. Well, I'm, yes, I'm looking at it on a more fundamental level. The president did agree to the terms of the debate and didn't honor them. That, to me, he is unconscionable. He, he didn't agree to the terms of the debate? No, I said he did. He agreed to the terms. Oh, okay. His campaign he agreed, agreed to the terms them. of the debate, and then he didn't honor them. And that, to me, is and, a mark of... And that of, shows what, what, how presidential he is? Because even I in the debate amongst not only our country, but people around the world are watching this travesty last night? Well, you know, someone said, let Trump be Trump. I think Trump was well, Trump he, last well, night. Well, a lot of people are going to say, let Trump be gone. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, Joe. I, I appreciate the discourse. Anytime. And, uh, you know... Uh, and even though you always take me on, I'm always glad to hear from you, Eric. All right, thanks <laughs> so much, care. Eric. Uh, Chris, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. 
I, if I if I wasn't driving, I would give you an applause break, Joe McGranahan. <laughs> did you just did you just say this is the end of the two party system? That sounds like a liberal idea. I love it. Let's no, do it's it. not a liberal idea because I think what we need in this country. Uh, let's I think the Democrats have become far left. The Republicans have become far right. I think we need to go back to the days when there was what used to be called a Rockefeller wing of the Republican Party which was good, sound, moderate to conservative ideas implemented in a spirit of camaraderie and willingness to work across the aisle. Conservatism would be dead, my friend, if there was a third party in this country. Are you insane? Anyway, I, well, there I, you I go. Calling name, calling names. Driving, so I just have two more. Wait, calling two more me names again. Me. You're in questioning my sanity. You're calling me names. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I was just. I, hey, I'm going by your boy there, so I got to go by that. But I, I gotta say, you're you're really funny how you pull punches like with, you know, less than exemplary behavior. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Trump's behavior last night was nothing less than petulant. He was a child. I have a ten-year-old who behaved better than my ten-year-old watched the debate with me last night, and he said. Is this really how this always is? And I was like, no, this is actually very strange. And he's like, yeah, because if I threw a fit like this, I would lose my Kindle for a week. And I was like, yeah, you would. So Trump needs to lose his Twitter uh, abilities for a while. That's number one. So no more technology for, for Trump. And then finally, the only question Biden didn't answer directly is the court packing answer. And that wasn't so bad, in my opinion, because... He actually said that an answer to that question would change the narrative for what the actual question is, which is, you should wait until we have a new Supreme Court justice nominated, period. And he's right. Well, let let me ask you a question. Did President Trump saying he opposed packing the court, did that change the narrative or did that change the debate? No, not at all. And Joe Biden's answer wouldn't have done it. Joe Biden didn't have the moral courage. No, I said, let me me say what I'm going to say. Joe Biden didn't have the moral courage to come out and say something that he knew the liberal wing of his party wouldn't like. Now, I fought Trump for a lot of what he did, but I fought Biden as well. No, 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 that's false only because he said plenty of things that would that definitely will turn off the liberal faction of his of his party. I was not happy about the fact that, you know, the Biden plan for uh, climate change is not nearly as good as what I think it should be. And there's a lot of things that I don't love as a full-on progressive. However, um, I think he's absolutely right. Changing the narrative for the Supreme Court justice is not the way to go. Just because Trump came out and decided to answer that question or make a, make a statement about it doesn't mean that that's the new question. The question still remains, should we have a new Supreme Court justice before November, before January, or whatever? That's not, the they're not no. the same. You can answer one question there, Chris, without answering the other. You know, you don't have to. Yes, it is. It's absolutely true. You know, whether or not we have uh, 10 or 11 justices is an entirely different issue from whether the president appoints the ninth already allocated. There is a big difference there. Well, no, that's not actually true, because the way you can go about it two different ways. If one person says one thing, then the answer changes. If, let's say, Trump says, oh, okay, we'll wait until after the election. If I win, then I get to pick the new justice, then then all the Democrats can be like, okay, because I would say, fine, then don't, don't have more justices. 
But in this case, a 6-3 to three conservative vote on the Supreme Court is insane. We are not a conservative nation. Yes, we are. So therefore, <laughs> no, we are not. Yes, we are. Look at the statistics. Are. What statistics are you going by? I'm yeah. going by the fact that the majority of the people in this country stand by the Constitution, like it just fine the way it is, and don't believe judges should be rewriting it from the bench. Well, that's not a conservative, conservative wait, or a liberal issue. Ba- hold on. Can, based on statistics... He wants you to cite your 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 numbers, Joe. <laughs> All right, fifty-eight percent of the American people are conservative. That's there. a lie. <laughs> okay, that is a big fat lie. All right, thank you, Chris. Please Thanks, safe Chris. travels. Yeah, drive carefully. Don't run off the road, buddy. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, we got Bob standing by. We're going to hear an excerpt of the big melee. We'll be back with that shortly on WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. So let me ask you this. Henry, you know, no, no, go ahead, mister. Henry, I'm listening to you. People under, you got three he, and a half million dollars from Moscow. Te- he testified under oath in his administration, said, I did my job and I did it very well. Oh, really? I did it I'd honorably. Like to know who they are. Go ahead. So you got the, wait a minute. You get the final word, mister. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. With his clown, I hope that's cut off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that certainly is presidential. They're calling the president of the United States a clown. Oh, oh, oh listen <laughs> to you. Yes, as though he was, I mean, at some point, he, the president is a buffoon, and he proved it last night. But this doesn't mean, you know, is nobody changed their mind last night, or there's no undecided that said, oh, boy, I'm so glad that he ex- finally explained about Hunter, or that the president finally explained about I Hunter or whatever. Of, I mean, Hunter Biden is an issue in the campaign because— to you, yeah. Yeah. It's been made an issue. But By here, you. just so our friend Chris can run off the road, a Gallup poll taken last year shows that conservatives continue to outnumber liberals in America 35 to 26 percent. The remainder identify themselves as moderates. All right, so most of the nation is conservatives. Well, more, if you said, if you want to look at it that way, uh, 74% of Americans identify themselves as conservative or moderate. Okay, or the other way around. Or the other way around. 65%. 65%. Let's say, let's take the uh, the other one split in half. It would still be nine points more for conservatives than for liberals. Well, if there's anyone in the world that's ruined modern-day conservatism, (laughs) it's the (laughs) commander-in-chief. Bob, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I have to say, uh, there was one big loser last night in this whole debate, and that's the American people. It was a disgrace. It was a national disgrace of, of really poor behavior from two petulant children, and I certainly felt sorry for Chris Wallace. So with that in mind, I will also say that the one thing that Biden uh, dwelled on many times was the fact 
the government wants to help you. I don't want the government to help me. <laughs> I don't need the government to help me. Thank you very much. I've worked my entire career. I pay my taxes. I don't need you. I don't. I am very concerned if we move in that direction. It, it, it will be a, a disaster. But it was an embarrassment. I, I, I sat through an hour and a half of of the uh, S show. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> yeah. there you go. There's my opinion. Well, thank I, you I so agree much. with you. I think it was a national disgrace. And, uh, you know, the people on the left just want to say, oh, it's Trump. He's an idiot. He's a fool. Well, he certainly contributed to the aura of foolishness that prevailed last night. But Biden jumped in there, too. I mean, and, when, you know, when they I really wanted to hear the answer to the question whether Biden would support packing the court, whether he would support getting rid of, of a filibuster. I want to know where he stood. Uh, the president, I wanted to hear an outline of what he sees the country doing in the next year and how he four years and how he would get us there. Well, Biden's I, campaign I, says I, he's going to come agree. out with those both. answers today. He's going to go through the debate, pull out all of Chris's Chris Wallace's questions, and he's going to answer them, probably not in a news conference, but, you know, in some sort of a statement. Well, so it won't be anywhere where he has to take questions. Uh, probably in, yeah, well, well anyway, it, it was, uh, I was really looking forward to it, and I was really disappointed, and I came away from it thinking, is this the best we can do? <laughs> it really is sad, and 300, and, what do we have, 313 million people in this country, and you get two two old guys who who, who act like children. I'll tell you, it was a, it was a disgrace. Yep. Well, I remember 180 of them were killed by gun violence. Well, there's that, too. Yeah, right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Less yes. of us today than there were when Joe yeah. Biden got in. Thank you so us. much. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Speedy dialers only. Greg, you're on the mark. Mark, you surprised me with how short your memory is. You made an agreement over a year and a half ago. You were not going to call the president names, including buffoon. Because if you recall, I called you out on it and said it takes one to know one. Are you being a buffoon this morning, violating that? <laughs> I tried to stop, but it's... it's no, there's it's no excuses. You promised you wouldn't do it again. It's beyond now, my I don't control. Think, I don't think the, the, the debate was any better than anybody else. It's a compulsion. But you, but you took and promised me you wouldn't do it anymore because I told you it takes one to know one. So are you therefore the buffoon this morning? Then? Oh, absolutely. I readily admit it. Okay. I, I am not well, presidential. Please, I am strictly street level. Please keep the name calling to a minimum. You can't control what the guests do, but you're a journalist, and you're supposed to have some integrity. So let's show some integrity. All right. Well, thank you. I'm a, I'm a commentator on this show, but anyway, that's fine. Well, it doesn't matter. You still represent the radio station in general. Gotcha. And that's a journalistic source. And so that's please take and keep your integrity intact. And that really irritates like you, right? You really notice that, correct? You absolutely. I listen okay. to you every morning, regardless of where I'm at. And this is the first time you've done anything like that since we talked about it the last time. <laughs> I don't think the debate was great either, on either side. And I don't think it changed a lot of minds. It really was not professional and very... I don't even know, know what other words to describe. But <laughs> taking and calling one name side or the other is not what I expected. It's a spectacle. Thank you this morning. Oh my gosh! Thank you. Well, I, I think yeah, the words, really appreciate the, call. the excrement you. description that was used by CNN, I thought was rather apt. All right, Joseph, you got a couple minutes. Go right ahead. Okay, thank you. Yes, uh, concerning the debate last night, I think the object is for President Trump is to win over moderates or somebody that isn't of his base, and he really did a sad job, and I was quite disgusted with it. Um, I like President Trump. I like the things that he's doing. Uh, better than the Democrats, of course, uh, but um, I try to look at it objectively, 
not favoring one or another, but uh, he he it was, he 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 told Joe Biden, "Don't call, uh, don't say uh, what intelligent or something or smart around me." You know, uh, hey, he wasn't very smart at all because it, his base will vote for him anyway. But he needed to get the undecided ones and to butt in the way he did and very immature and uh, the way he treated uh, uh, Chris Wallace there and he had to raise his voice like you know it was, it was terrible but um, I, <laughs> uh, I just uh, I, I, you know I, I was quite disgusted with it um, personally I don't vote I can't vote because as a believer in the words of scripture 1 Corinthians uh, 520 I am an ambassador for a heavenly kingdom, and ambassadors cannot get involved in kingdoms uh, in other other kingdoms. But uh, if I would vote, I would vote for Trump. But uh, boy, I'm telling you, he, he was just uh, uh, very uh, very rude, and uh, you know, uh, it, it was it, it was terrible. Yep, uh, it was a and spectacle. And Joe Biden, when he talked, I, I was quite. Uh, Impressed with a lot of things he he said the way he said them he looked into the cameras looking at the people out here you know what I mean yeah and spoke to, spoke to us uh, President Trump never did that one time that I I seen maybe I missed one but uh, uh, no he uh, if anyone won that debate uh, Joe Biden did and I was quite surprised and uh, but uh, again I wouldn't even vote for I would never vote for Joe Biden because of the things that he stands for. But uh, again, I don't vote. But uh, 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 that's that's my opinion. Okay. Uh, well, super. Well, thank you. Yeah, you and I are in full agreement there uh, on the idea that Joe won. I, I think the president's behavior made it uh, just right, gave right. it to Biden by default. Of course, you really don't know what uh, Joe Biden's issues really, you know, sort of where he stands because he wasn't able to get an uninterrupted time where he could speak about those things. So, uh, but Biden's campaign said that they'll come out with full answers to Chris. But stop and think why he didn't get a chance to speak. It was because he. Thank was, you, Joseph. Thank he you. was attacking the president. If he had just articulated his views, I think the president would have kept his mouth shut. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, 73 times last night he was attacking. You the counted? President. <laughs> well, give or take, yeah. So go up with the 20,465 lies he's told? Uh, yeah, some of which are opinions, but most are lies. All right. We're going to enjoy open phones. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me and opposed to me in every way. He thinks President Trump won that debate last night. How in the world does he come up with that conclusion? We'll talk How about that. How in the that. world do you come up with a conclusion that anyone wanted? There was no winner well, last night. There was a default winner. No, there wasn't. Yes, there, there was no winner. Yes, there was. No winner. On the, on, there was a default winner. No on winner. The mark no is, winner. Yes, no winner. there was. 
no. Joe, stand no, up. No. Let me read the sponsorship, will you? Will you shut up, man? <laughs> shut up. Yeah, that's a word you don't hear often at a presidential debate. Shut up, man. And then, and then You're the, a clown over there. You know that? President Trump let it go by when he told him to shush. I thought, oh, my gosh, what are you, 12 years old? Do you tell him to shush? That's right. Oh, my gosh. Get off my lawn. <laughs> that's that what it sounds familiar? like. Yes, it does. All right. On the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is now wide open. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. If you haven't signed up for Text Connect, now is the time to do so. We're sending out Text Connect messages related to blocked roads, COVID-19, the presidential debates, things along this line, schools that end up dismissing because of problems. That's why you sign up for Text Connect because it's breaking news. We send it right to you. You don't even have to be listening to the radio at that exact moment. Uh, we encourage you to listen to the radio a lot, but uh, you can get a Text Connect message that will tell you the very top, top story anytime, anywhere you are. So sign up for Text Connect at WKOK.com. We do invite you to visit Sunbury Motors. See their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. You can select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. They got two shops. So one is the family-owned dealership since 1915 on North 4th Street in Sunbury. I haven't been there since yesterday. And routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more at sunburymotors.com. The latest uh, chapter in my Ranger in adventure is I decided that maybe a new F-150 would cost about the same as a super-duper tricked-out Ranger. So what we're going to do is I was looking at a, a F-150 last night. The particular one I want is the fully equipped, uh, sort of a gray-tone Raptor model. Now, its price is $78,000. So we do have a, just a little bit of uh, trimming of the uh, of the edges of that price to do. But we invite you to do what I'm doing. Talk to the sales uh, people, the people there, Ernie and Austin and Kyle and Jeff Clark and Jason Benfer, and they will get you squared away and make sure that you come up with a deal. I'm hoping that if they'll give me $60,000 from our existing Ranger. That Have you would, tried baking? Uh, baking them some cookies? <laughs> no, begging. Oh, begging. Oh, well, yeah, I could do that. I'm not beneath that. Not for this truck. This is quite the truck. So uh, we're willing to do that. But you do not need to. That's the bottom line. SunburyMotors.com, the place to start, and then go to the North 4th Street or the Kia dealership. Uh, there is an accident at the intersection of Route 642 and 54 right now near Danville. Uh, no word on injuries, but we know traffic is very slow on Route 54 and northbound. It's probably Route 54 westbound going through there. So do be aware of that. That is very slow. Uh, Traffic is also slow for 642 folks who are coming from the east who want to get on to 54, uh, so be aware of that accident uh, there. In the borough of Northumberland, there will be no Halloween parade, but there will be trick-or-treating. Council has spoken. The parade is canceled in uh, Northumberland for Halloween, but there will be trick-or-treating on Halloween night from 6 to 8 p.m. The man charged with shooting two local residents at the Buffalo Wild Wings last summer is headed for criminal court. 55-year-old Christopher Fernandez of Paxinus facing 
pending first-degree murder charges. He was bound over to Snyder County Court. They opened the doors on the prime wing at Evangelical Community Hospital yesterday. Someone said to me when they were touring, they felt like this was a place that you come to get better. And I thought, like, that's a terrific way to put it. I think when you go in the rooms, you see spaces that delineate between the caregiver, the patient, and the family. We tried to look at it from every angle. Evangelical Community Hospital President and CEO Kendra Auker. We have links on our Facebook page and at WDKOK.com to uh, the uh, video that was shot yesterday and then, of course, the virtual opening and tours and Facebook tours scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, Third Valley Long-Term Care Facility has a COVID outbreak, 55 active cases. Uh, That's 19 among employees and 36 among residents at the Grandview Nursing Home. At the Mountain View Nursing Home, 16 deaths is the death toll of COVID-19 there. And locally throughout our other communities in the Valley, three more deaths from coronavirus. New numbers out from the state. If you had an AR, you were probably carrying it in plain sight yesterday in Harrisburg. A few hundred people brought their gun support rights to the steps of the Pennsylvania Capitol building. A few of the individuals at the rally did carry their rifles. Most did not. Some wore masks. Social distancing was out. But organizers say the rainy weather and the pandemic kept down attendance and they'll have a much, 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 much bigger rally uh, next year. And on this topic, there was no debate. Most of the pundits who watched last night's sparring between President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden were blunt in their criticism of both. When the debate ended, CNN's Wolf Blitzer wondered whether there was any point in having the two have more scheduled debates. Colleague Jake Tapper called it, quote, a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. Dana Bash was more blunt and profane, apologizing to viewers in advance for calling it a a uh, blank show. Excrement show. Excrement show, okay. <laughs> On Fox News, Channel Britt Hume described President Trump as a bucking bronco for his feistiness. With a smile on his face, he liked the performance and said it was the exact kind of aggressive performance that would appeal to the president's base but would do very little to expand his support. Uh, yeah, I don't. I guess that's the bottom line. Do you think anybody learned anything or might be changed? Well, unless his base is over 50% of the American public in every state, I think he would better find some way to try to appeal to the middle. Other than that, okay. Other than that. Read the upper right-hand corner. It says, I listen, I listen on the mark every day, and I have some not-so- news news. There are a lot of bullies on On the Mark. I listened to both sides last night. A lady used to tell me I chewed the meat and spit out the bones. Last night, I think they were both on their mark. Sorry for the pun, but Trump is a fighter. That's what you saw last night. He's had to do that for the last four years. Biden is a politician, and he did that last night, what he's been doing for the last 47 years. Interesting opinion. All right, we appreciate that. Steve, first caller of this segment, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? All right. How about you? Oh, pretty good. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say that I was very disappointed in both the uh, debaters last night. Um, they didn't show very good debate etiquette, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but I do have to take um, side with the president. <clears throat> I mean, he's, he's gone through this his whole presidency. Um, he's been attacked in every corner and he's had to stand up for himself so he's kind of used to just saying what he thinks <laughs> um, just one point that I noticed that hasn't been talked about this morning is he asked the question what Biden would do about law enforcement and Biden never answered that question either he just kind of 
skirted around that. I thought it was kind of interesting um, because they're all against law enforcement. They want to defund the police. They want to do something different with that. But you know that's actually not that true, he, right? Steve, you actually know that. He would that's mention true. anything about that, that he would be losing constituents. <clears throat> so that's just uh, that's just another point where he uh, he skirted around the president's question. Okay. All right. We got you. I, I think that, you know, the law and order issue is certainly one that you know, the president has harped on for quite a bit. He's pointed out, and accurately so, that the that the overwhelming majority of these cities are run by Democratic mayors and they have not called for the help they need when they need it and the president has offered. So I mean it's Exactly. And he won't, he wouldn't exactly. condemn it, and yet the president wouldn't condemn white supremacists. Now, I looked up the Proud Boys, and they disavow white supremacism. Uh, they claim that they are a fraternal organization <laughs> that's aimed at uh, eliminating the, any stigma that might, being white might have attached to it right, in today's society. The Knights society. of Columbus is a charitable group. Okay, right. tell us another one. Oh, you're, the Knights of, you're not going to come down on the Knights of Columbus? <laughs> no, I'm just harassing you. <laughs> And see, that's another thing where the president said, well, name them. Give me a name, and I'll tell you if I'm for them or against them, and if they're white supremacists or not. They wouldn't even give a name as to who you want him to condemn. Well, who said uh, Proud Boys? Where the, did that come from? The president that? came out of the president's mouth. Okay. He said pr- to Proud Boys. But I think the president could have said, listen, if the, all they are is white supremacists, if the Ku Klux Klan or groups like that, I'm opposed to them. He could have said that. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah, he asked for a name. He's like, "Well, give me a name." And if you know, if he would have named them, I think he would have told them what he thought about them. <laughs> um, but you know, the interesting point here is that Biden did not answer a lot of the questions, and that's one great big key issue in my mind: is are you going to stand behind law enforcement and our military? Uh, if you're not going to, guess what? Then we're in really sad shape. Um, and he wouldn't answer. Yep. All right. Well, he'll have answers today, so that'll oh, be that's good. A, that'll be exciting. I can well, hardly I'm wait just to hear saying, that. if you really want to know where he stands, most people are pretty set in their ways. Whatever Biden says today will have little impact on their exactly. daily life. So, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I agree with. I would agree with everybody that um, it really didn't change anyone's mind. Um, I I really feel like uh, the president would have been so much better off just to hold his tongue and let Biden speak, and then and take his time you know his turn but you know biden did the same thing in, in the president's defense maybe not quite as uh, as bad but he still did the same thing all right um, we got so you we yeah, got to get another just, caller it was it was a sad it was a sad day i think yeah, for um, everybody but yet again i don't think it changed anyone's mind well, two all wrongs right. don't hey, make a so right much. take care thanks yeah, for calling thank you uh lower right hand corner if you read the text we'll get the call okay uh good morning the sun-kissed clown lived up to his name last night signed bob okay <laughs> uh than is next than go right ahead you're on the mark Hey, good morning. That was, uh, I, I don't understand why we are unable to say the name that CNN used, because it, it, in the dictionary, that's exactly what it says about that kind of a debate. I don't know why we can't say it on the radio. I hope we grow up someday so we can speak the language. But I, I thought it was a very interesting debate because it showed both men. The old man who's a grandfather, 
who looks at you and says, I want you to get an education. I want you to be healthy, and I want you to stay off my lawn. <laughs> While there was this class bully who just kept doing things like pulling pigtails and, and dumping ink on people and, and uh, saying things that are absolutely indefensible. What did he say that yeah. was indefensible, out of curiosity? I didn't hear anything that was indefensible. Well, the fact that he wouldn't answer the question about white supremacists, and you can tell he has that connection because this morning the Proud Boys have changed their logo to, yes, sir, standing, uh, standing back and standing by. He got to them all right, didn't he? Well, it depends on how you feel about the Proud Boys. I don't know much about them, to be honest. What do you know about them? I, I, I looked them up. They are a white supremacist. Well, they disavow group. that. Then I looked at their website <laughs> well, and they I disavow. And President Trump says he's smart. I, I, you don't believe everything that people say, Joe. <laughs> just because I said no, he I never in one. my life drove over the speed limit. Don't just believe me on that, okay? Well, if that's what the difference is here, they put it on record as saying that they're not. Now, I don't know them well enough to make a judgment about them. Do you? Okay. Do, do you know about but them? Tell, tell me five bad things they've done, Than, that you know of personally. Well, they were part of the marches in many places where they were carrying guns and torches. Right, and, and, and of course, Joe Biden Jews. wouldn't condemn Antifa. He says it's not even a group, it's an idea. Come on. I mean, that was ridiculous. That was indefensible. No, it isn't, Joe. You don't yes, know is. Antifa because... And you don't know the Proud Boys. You know what, Joe? I actually looked them up and read about them. So did I. Privating up Antifa, you know what it stands for? Anti-fascist. Did right. you know that? Uh, Joe, yes, I and I know that sure. their manifesto involves wearing masks and uh, confronting the police and doing a lot of dangerous stuff. Oh, brother. No, it's not. It's, you know, you Joe, love Joe, Joe, Joe. See them emptying that truck of all those water bottles they threw at the cops and the signs? So they're, they're, somebody's funding these people, Than. Wake up. Smell the coffee. Uh, I, I smelled it, and it smells like the excrement you've been talking about. <laughs> I, I, well, you're I drinking the ran, wrong brand of coffee, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just want to tell you, the Proud Boys listened to the president last night, and we're all very much safer for that. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Appreciate the call. Day. Appreciate the call. Right. Uh, we'll take a quickie break, but we got two lines occupado and uh, two lines open. So call us, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. His family's my already... Family, no, 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 let him go. My family already lost a fortune by coming down ahead. and helping go us ahead. with government. And that's Every, such a... Right that's here, a Mr. President. Such a great, single one of them lost This is not about my family or his family. It's about your family. The American like people. Million he doesn't... Nothing. That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about what you need. You, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about here. All right. That's the, end of the, here. that's the end of the segment. We're moving... So if you had to declare a winner, which is ridiculous after that spectacle last night, you would say it would be Biden because he did look at the camera and get a few sentences in where he got to say what he wanted to. Now, you may not agree with the point of, you know, whatever his observation If I had was. to declare a winner, I wouldn't. There was no winner. Well, you don't have Wake to, up. Joe, so you're, you're fine. Smell the coffee. I, I'm quite... You're <laughs> drinking that same stuff Than's drinking. Oh, I forgot my coffee. Can you go <laughs> run out? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, I'd be happy to. I don't know what might be in it when I come back. Dan, you're on the mark. Thank <laughs> hey, good morning, Guys, well, it's very seldom I learn anything from a debate. Very seldom that we pick up any substance. We already know what our president stands for, and we all we know, all we learned last night is Biden. All he can do is name call. What they call talk about President Trump doing. They do it all the time. That's all they do. They call him a clown, a liar, <laughs> the worst president ever. Imagine that. The job he's done, he's the best president in my lifetime. Well, you about two years old, Dan? the best president ever, <laughs> but he's the best president in my lifetime. Promises made. He promises kept. Well, Dan, you said that the president is a master debater. I don't know where he learned that, maybe in college or something. And, is. And, right. Okay, so when, when you are in a debate, are you instructed that whenever the other person speaks, you're supposed to interrupt them a total of 72 times, or did he pick that up on his own after the master debate classes? I'll tell you what, Mark, he's not going to stand there and have... Biden lie, one lie right after another, and I don't hold that against the president. <laughs> I, I probably could hold my tongue because I do it on this program when you people run me down, but I, I don't expect President Trump to stand there and take it. That's not his personality. And I voted for him because he had the outgoing. One reason, one of the many reasons he has that outgoing personality. He's not going to stand there and take their BS. And that's what I like about one of the many things I like about him. Just Biden just kept lying and lying. And, and Trump oh had to jump in. Oh my gosh, Dan! This, okay, you and I were watching a different debate it? last you night. You know but it. Anyway. I know it. What what the, what, what did Biden lie about? Was attack Trump as Biden was doing. Biden didn't have no substance, and I didn't think there would be any. 
there never is in them kind of debates. Well, there could have been, but the president Biden wouldn't allow it. Accused Trump of pouring gasoline on the fire of the riots. What a lie! <laughs> you expect Trump not to jump in? Oh my gosh, Dan! Oh, what were yep. the lies? Can you name like five of the lies that Biden said last night? Yeah, he said he said Trump would not take care of the <coughs> underinsured, and they all have programs. And he said and he, would, he also, Dan, don't forget the most important one. He said he would t- the president would take away pre-existing conditions, and the president has true. already come out and made it perfectly clear that yep. that would be part of any health care plan he had. All right, so that's yep. two. He's What's been next? Saying that he's had that for a long time, and he said. About, you know, you know. Well, let me think of another lie. There were so many of them. <laughs> you know, it's I, like snow. I can't, you can't even can't remember isolate. them all. That all Biden right. said Trump would jump in and defend himself, and I don't expect him to stand there and take every lie that they say about him. I want him to defend himself. No, but come on, Dan. He he knew, in all fairness, Dan, he knew that he was likely to be attacked because he's been attacked for the last four years. I agree with you. But he and his campaign signed an agreement of how they would behave and how the debate would go, and he dishonored that agreement. Now, I like the president's actions. I like what I like the policies. But I'm not going to defend him when he's wrong, and he was dead wrong in doing that last night. Well, the big lie was white supremacy. That was the biggest. Even you talk, Chris, Chris Wallace might work for Fox, but he's no Trumper. I've heard Chris Wallace often enough, and I'm not accusing him of be, doing a bad job of narrating. But that was low. We all know Trump is no white supremacist. He's he says it over and over and over. <laughs> oh, well, then and it over. must be true. <laughs> and last night. Oh my gosh! Hey, we I, I have to get the next call, Dan. For not saying he said it so often. He said it in the beginning of his statement. Okay, he we got to get the, the next caller gone. Thank you yep. so much, Dan. Thank he you, thank the you, thank you. That the left <laughs> is where the fascists are on the left. Gotcha. They want fascism, not the right. We want freedom. <laughs> Trump wants freedom. Okay. Not fascism. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yep. Got it. <laughs> it's hard to hard to stop. Eric, you're on the mark. Oh, you get a minute. Go ahead. I just had a question for Joe. Uh, the president last night mentioned about poll watchers. What's your understanding of that, Joe? I, I guess I, I'm confused because, at least in my voting down here in, in Union Township, we have elected officials who do that. They're called supervisors of elections. What, what was he talking about poll watchers? Well, poll watchers can be appointed by campaigns or by political parties in areas where there's some question about how the election might be held, and they're usually allowed to be in the polling place as impartial observers, or I guess partisan observers as far as that goes. And they don't have any, any legal function, but they are permitted if they see something they think is suspicious to, uh, you know, call the proper authorities and, uh, in effect, do what it says. Watch the poll. But there has, they have to be registered, right? There has to be some sort of official. that You can't just show up. I th- I, no, I don't think you can go in and say, I want to be a poll watcher. But if you're appointed by a campaign or by a political party and the uh, voting district permits it, then you can do it. 
these are generally volunteers, or are they actually paid by the campaign to do this? I think that probably varies. I would suspect sometimes they're paid, sometimes they're volunteers. So it's interesting because what the president appointed, alluded to last night was that, that there was something fishy going on in Philadelphia. Of course, we all know Pennsylvania's battleground state, and he's going to try to invalidate our, our rights and our votes. Well, but, but bear in mind that what happened in Philadelphia, a, they sent out a whole pile of <laughs> bad ballots to people. Oh, well, I'm sorry, that was in New York. That was in, what the president alluded to the last That night. was in New York. I, no, that wasn't in Philadelphia, was it? It was New York that he was talking no, about he last said, night. Poll watchers, we've got a problem. That it stinks in Philadelphia. That's oh. what he said. And here's, here's the true facts. A woman who did say she was being paid by the Trump campaign tried to force herself into an elementary school in the Overbrook section of Philadelphia, saying she was a poll watcher and was, was not allowed to be in because she was not registered, and it was a place where ballots were being handed out. There was no voting going on. And that's, that's what the that's president went to last night. Yeah. Again, trying to cast doubt upon the voting here in Pennsylvania because everyone knows that Philadelphia typically goes for Democrats and will again. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Well, I think that the, the, more cons- the more concerning one was in New York where apparently they discovered serious problems with ballots being sent out incorrectly and improperly. This is from our, one of our good listeners, upper right-hand corner, please. It says, out of the last six presidential elections, the popular vote has been won by five Democrats, and yet somehow Republicans have been president 12 years. The system doesn't uh, doesn't reflect our needs and wants. Yeah, let's get rid of the Electoral College immediately. Oh, yeah, well, let's get rid of that. Let's, get, let's pack the Supreme Court and dump the Electoral College. Put I'm them Republicans <laughs> back where they belong. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, a couple of observations from the uh, debate. Uh, listening to it was way worse than just watching it. I, I did both, and the only thing missing from the uh, from the stage was the Biden Wallace 2020 campaign signs. And uh, my wife came up with a good idea for a commercial, but she watched it and listened to it. She said <clears throat> they should get uh, videos of Biden saying Trump's a liar, a clown, telling him to shut up saying that he's against the Green New Deal and that Antifa is only an idea and he wouldn't say he wouldn't pack the court and then close it with Biden saying, I am the Democrat Party. Because I think that sums up the Democrat Party pretty well. Well, he said, I'm the Democratic Party now. And I, 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 that gave me some pause because everybody's saying he's a uh, placeholder for Kamala Harris. So, you know, after the election, and, and, and the president even remarked last night that uh, he said, I'm the Democratic Party. And he said, kind of an aside, but I heard it. He said, not according to Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's definitely a placeholder. I mean, they're not going to. If he is elected, it won't be just a matter of months before the whisper campaign begins about how he's not fit for office and he needs to step down and and all of these little mistakes and, and misspeaks that you know go unnoticed by the mainstream media are going to start popping up and all of a sudden the movement is going to be there to have uh, Joe graciously set, step down because of medical issues. You right. know, he didn't run before because of uh, emotional issues, and now he's not going to be able to keep in, be in office because of his, his uh, 
physical and mental issues. Well, so, do you remember yeah, four? Do you, do you remember four years ago the left was saying we cannot let this man get his hand on the black box that triggers nuclear weapons because he'll have us in a nuclear war inside of three months. That's well, what they were saying back then. Well, the president has got weapons. us out of wars. He's kept us out of wars. He's reduced troop strength. Now the left has a problem with that. Well, now he wants more nuclear weapons, though. He, 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 you're correct. He's a good peacekeeper president. That's that's one of the six things I like about him. The 97 things I don't like is another issue. But anyway, he wants more nuclear weapons. He's talked about that. He does. Well, don't want you believe more. they are a deterrent? Uh, yeah, but we already have hundreds, I'm sure, and do we need hundreds more? Is the well, question. I think what we need is modern ones. I, th- I don't think no, we want to no, keep yeah, the original. I don't, I don't mean, we don't want to keep big boy and fat man around. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> most people don't even know who they are. But anyway. They were the first two I atomic know who bombs. They are. Right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the fact is that uh, President Trump does want more modern, but he wants to double the number of them also, not just modernize the existing ones. But that's that's neither here nor there. That Of course, that would be an issue of substance, which we couldn't never hear about during a presidential debate. No, that, you know what? It was, it was bad. You know, I, it was bad. And I, I don't know what to say. I was hoping for uh, more from uh, Trump. Uh, and, you know, I wasn't disappointed as much in Biden because I had no expectations, but I, I thought he was uh, pretty bad in, at certain times. And uh, it, it just wasn't a good look. And uh, actually, yesterday was a bad day for me. I, I just want to get uh, one little plug in for a show on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Anybody that has Netflix or access to it, or even if you can get a 30-day free trial, I suggest watching Netflix. Social uh, Dilemma. The Social Dilemma. If you have children or grandchildren or care about the future, it, it, was, it didn't really tell me anything I didn't already knew, but it just... Uh, really frightened me about what's being done with uh, social media and oh, okay. high technology in this country. Gotcha. Very, very right. interesting. The social dilemma. Good recommendation. Thank well, you thanks, so Mike. much. Yep, appreciate Take the care. call. Okay, we got a caller standing by, another one coming in. we got emails and texts. The Joe Biden campaign has sent us a note uh, saying, uh, today Jill and Joe Biden will embark on a Build Back Better Express train tour to travel across eastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania. They'll be in Greensburg and Pittsburgh today, and he'll be elaborating on the questions he was not permitted to, to answer last You're going to stop by Hooterville, too? I didn't mention that, but I hope he does. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. Stand by Al and Bob and uh, unsigned email in the upper right-hand corner. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacist and white supremacist. Proud boys. Proud boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing own, problem. This is a left-wing problem. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it, Bob. That's what his FBI, his okay. FBI director said. All right. That's an idea, <laughs> right. Proud Boys? Proud Boys, yeah. I looked, at, looked it up, and this is what they what it says on the Internet about them. On and their I see, website, right? Uh, it's their, um, I guess. Well, I know their I say who page. Well, yeah, I guess it is their homepage. It says established in the midst of the 2016 presidential election by Vice Media co-founder Gavin McInnes, the Proud Boys are self-described Western chauvinists who adamantly deny any connection to the racist racist alt-right, insisting they are simply a fraternal group spreading an anti-political correctness and anti-white guilt agenda. All right, one of our good so listeners. So does that make says, them white supremacists? In other words, if you say there's nothing wrong with being white, are you a white supremacist? Well, it depends on what their oh, actions are. are. You, you know, those are their words, but what are their actions? So one of our listeners says it was like watching two old, can I say? It's like watching two old farts sniping at each other on a park <laughs> bench. I thought the debate was the third installment of the Grumpy Old Men movies. <laughs> Isn't All it interesting? Right. We can mention the byproduct of... Oh, moving on, <laughs> okay. moving on. But we can't uh, mention the actual thing. Honest to Pete. Uh, Al, thank you so much for being so patient. We really appreciate it. You're a great friend and a good listener. Thank you. Well, I thank you for that wonderful introduction and good morning. Uh, well, I have down here, I'll stick to my notes. Biden's team will answer the questions today. Thank goodness, because we didn't get too many answers out of them last night. And as soon as he can get his team to write down them answers for him, he's going to give them right out. And then uh, President Trump kind of <laughs> I at caught one that. point, yeah, President Trump had a debate too. Of them at one point uh, when they asked a question about the uh, good people on both sides, I guess down in Charlottesville or wherever it is, and um, and uh, the way they formed the question, I mean, he had to defend himself because that's. Everybody knows that's not what he was talking about. He he was talking about the protesters, ones for ripping the stuff down and ones for keeping it up. And uh, so he had to, you know, put Wallace in his place at that point because of the way Wallace formed the question. Okay. And then uh, mail-in ballots are just another way to move the goalpost. Uh, they're throwing clinkers in the works. Uh, we didn't have mail-in ballots before, and then Pennsylvania... Uh, Tommy Tommy uh, wants to go ahead and and give us three days afterwards to count ballots, which is you know just another clinker in the works and moving the goalpost a little bit further. Tommy um, Tommy Moscow Mitch, we've got all these names. Sleepy Joe Biden. What did yeah, we come to in this got country? A name because they're deep swamp creatures, you know. So <laughs> it, it's just like uh, you got to give them a name. All right, and then President Trump. President Trump is my commander in chief, so I'm going to march to his orders. And uh, you think every, you know, if you can't go by the way he acts and carries on because he's just going to defend himself against everybody. And uh, why can't you go other, by how he acts and carries on? I would go that way if you, if if you were called to my house to do some job for me and you came in screaming and throwing things around and yelling and calling me names, I certainly would judge you by how you behave. Well, I, he didn't throw anything around except his voice. Uh, 
And he's not very professional when it comes to being a politician, that's for sure. Who, Trump? Well, you would think he would have learned over four years at least how to moderate some of his more aggressive tendencies. Yeah, well, politicians is a kind of made-up thing, and uh, the bureaucrats, and the politicians, bureaucrats, and are part of the biggest, you know, biggest part of the problem in the swamp. All right. And even if Biden does get in there, they're going to pull the 25th Amendment on him, and he's not going to be there very long. Well, okay. that's pure speculation. <laughs> well, All no. right. All right. Well, I, got letter, I got a letter coming for the radio station for Fred Keller's office of President Trump's conviction down at the renewal that I went to. Okay. I Super. started the DC on the 26th flat, flat, on Saturday. Yep. And the board showed up three times. Uh, the sky turned gray and there was a terrific rumble three times. And the, the speaker even said that was not the sound system and you could feel the rumble. And I never saw so many people drop to their knees and pray to the good Lord above for this country. And we ought to be happy that the people that were interested in that and the leaders of religion were all there and we all want the same thing in this country to succeed. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the call. That's, yeah. that's a full answer there to all of our questions. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, if you would. It says, please remember the president condemned white supremacist groups soon after the Charlottesville fiasco. That's a fact. All right, uh, Bobby D., you're on the mark. Yes, um, you know, good morning, everyone. You know, from all of us being around the uh, uh, the media for as, as many years, uh, and, and, and basically the political parties and their uh, agendas, I mean, uh, the thing is, uh, take or make wise use of the airtime, uh, because otherwise you'd have to pay for commercials and everything else in, in advertising. And I don't think, I mean, either side and that... Uh, I don't know from the, from that standpoint. I really don't think that they made wise use of the airtime. All right. Yep. Sound. Yep. True. 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 That as as they say today. If you're young. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. Appreciate the call, Mike. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Last caller before a quickie break. Okay. Uh, I, I live actually in Cumberland County, and at my my home there, I've gotten four separate mailings from a Republican. I'm a registered independent, by the way. I got four mailings from uh, Republican organizations with applications for, that included applications for mail-in balloting, and I got the impression that they were, like, promoting that or trying to make it easier for me to use the mail-in ballot. And I wanted to ask Joe how how that jives with Trump uh, bad mouthing and degrading uh, mail-in voting all the time. I'd be happy to answer your question, but I haven't gotten any of those, so I don't know exactly what it said or what you were looking at. Well, I got four of them. Look, it, it, it didn't say much. It was applications for mail-in to apply for a mail-in ballot. Uh, I, and it's some from a political Not party. Applications. You understand <laughs> right. the difference, I right? do. And I've, I've received applications. I got one yesterday. As a matter of fact, I just ripped it up because I'm planning on voting in person. I didn't even read it. But right. you're saying it was you from... You notice that if it came from the Republicans? No, I didn't notice where it came from, to All be honest with the you. Ones I, I haven't gotten any mailings from uh, anything from the Democratic Party. Now, I want you to remember, I am a registered independent. Do you understand that, right? I do. <laughs> we got it. 
Right, thank you. All right, thank you. I don't get anything from the Democrats, but I got four separate uh, mailings with applications. Well, maybe the Democrats don't. Now, I just, my question is, why are they promoting it and Trump is bad-mouthing it all the time? Well, I guess they're hoping you as an independent, maybe they targeted independents, hoping that you would think, oh, gee, the Republicans are so nice, they're asking me to vote, I guess I'll vote for them. Maybe that was their goal. I don't know. Well, they could do that without. Well, they could do that without sending me an application for a mail-in ballot, couldn't they? I don't know. I mean, that's the way they chose to we go after you. you no, I mean, it's a simple question: could they or couldn't they? Well, I'm saying I don't know what their goal was. I, you're asking me to suppose what it is they intended when they sent you something well, I didn't I mean, see. They're <laughs> sending me applications for mail-in ballots. What do you think their goal? What does it look like the goal is? Well, all right. They, they, and in theory, their goal was just to get you to get an in, uh, a ballot. Maybe all they wanted was for you to vote or to remind you to vote, and they offered you this as an option. You're, oh, you're so assuming okay there's something to f- if I vote by mail. You're assuming there's something nefarious behind it. I'm just saying that those facts aren't no, in evidence. I'm just saying I, I am not. I just... I got the impression that they were uh, actively looking for me to fill out this application, get a ballot from the county, and then send it in by mail. Okay. Because that's the application they sent me was for a mail-in ballot. But you could look at the broader scheme of things and say what they really wanted was for me to vote. And this was one well, way they offered to, me. They don't have to ask me to vote because I've always voted. Well, yeah, but people okay. send out. I get, I get, I get advertising all the time for things I've already bought. Doesn't mean they don't want me to, want yeah, to market well, to I me. Know, well, well, they're assuming I don't vote. That's why they sent me a mail-in ballot application. Possibly. All right, we got to move on, Mike. Thank you so much okay, for calling. All right. now, no answer to my question then. Right? Uh, that's the best I could do, Mike. I'm sorry. All right, the lower right-hand corner starts here and goes here. So, uh, if people would read the transcripts of the debate without knowing who the debaters were, the reaction would be very different. Trump actually presented quite a few facts, and Biden actually called the president a clown on national TV. Trump is not a politician. Thank goodness. All right. We got the lines lit up. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. We have the highest deficit trade deficit China with ate Mexico. Your lunch, down All right, 18%. Gentlemen, in, 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 China ate your lunch, uh, Joe. And but, no wonder okay. your son goes in and he takes out he takes out billions oh. of dollars. Takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And also, Simply while we're at it, why is it, just out of curiosity, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with Barista to deserve one hundred eighty-three thousand dollars? None of that, that is true. 
All right, uh, upper right-hand corner. And um, one of our listeners points out, and I was you got the reference. I it was little boy and fat man. I think I said fat boy and little man or something like oh. that. But you got the reference I was making. Right. Well, appreciate okay, but that. thank you for correcting me, Eric. Chris, you're on the mark. You got uh, yeah. a minute and a half. Oh, gee. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that uh, Trump wanted the debate to go exactly like it did, and he gave Biden very little choice because he, Biden gave uh, Wallace a chance to control it, and it didn't happen. And it was clear he was either not going to get a word in or if he continued that way. So he fought back as best he could and tried to talk to American people as best he could under the circumstances. And he, he slipped a couple times and uh, called him a clown, but he did correct that right after he said it, if you noticed. We but, said you're not a clown? I don't remember hearing that. Yeah, he no, called him a person. he said this, this clown, and then he said, uh, he said this pres, and then Trump interrupted him before he could finish the word president. But, <laughs> and, and he interrupted, he wasn't interrupting lies about Trump, as Dan talks about. He interrupted Biden every time he tried to talk, explain about uh, Hunter Biden's uh uh, the check from Moscow that you hold so dear to your heart, Joe. Uh, it turns out I did look it up. And, yeah, they, they, the, it's just a Republican accusation with no basis in fact. They have a supposed check for, to an organization that they claim, well, I don't even know if they have the check, but they, they claim that uh, the wife of the mayor of Moscow gave this organization 3.5 million dollars and that biden co-funded it okay chris have, you have to do the last word have, go ahead you got a couple more no seconds evidence of that all right they have no perfect. evidence that biden co-founded it all right thank you thank you thank you and really appreciate so he managed to keep to his this. fingerprints off of it okay all right uh oops that's no good ron you got a minute and then uh bob gets a minute hey thank you for a chance to comment um so I, you know, I, I'd like to propose a solution for the next debate, and maybe how they can make it a little more civil. I, I don't think it was good for the American people to have to have to listen. I, I had to listen so hard uh, than any other debate to get the facts. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more convinced than ever after listening to both of them that I could just never. I don't think any good American could vote for Joe Biden. It, it's just my opinion. Um, you know this if you want a ballot you can ask for one by today's standards if you want to show up you could show up just like you show up to uh check out at wise or walmart or wherever you should be able to have either option not to blanket ballots all over the place um that's just dangerous two <clears throat> you heard biden comment that he was going to increase taxes on corporations to 28 percent bad idea um, you heard Biden talk about how he was going to make everyone's homes uh, more environmentally friendly and then create government jobs to do so. Okay, Ron, we've got to get the next caller. Spending. Thank you, um, Ron. Thank you, thank you. Be the first caller tomorrow, and, and we'd love, love, love to hear the rest of your remarks. All right, uh, Bob, you get 20 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah, that caller was way off what he thought about Biden. Uh, the best thing Biden said yesterday was vote, vote, vote. So go out and vote. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. Hey, you, you too, Bob. Thank you so much for being succinct. Busy day. Yep. Tomorrow we hope to have uh, Leonard Steinhorn from CBS News, a political analyst. Uh, Joe and I will be here. We got texts and emails aplenty to sift through that we didn't get to. We'll try to get to everything and more tomorrow. This is WK, okay, Sunbury.